Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Daja, how everyone? I'm trying to go through the kind of like timeline to get to where you are now because I think your transition now and what you're doing is is really interesting and a lot of people will want to hear about that. Yes. But I do think that a lot of our mum listeners and um, expecting mums as well and, and people back at home will want to learn from your experience. If you could give a mum some advice that maybe will be raising a mixed race child or fully I don't know like uh, an Indian child or a black child or a white child raising them in Taiwan could you think of any advice and Cheryl as well because you're raising a mixed child I would yeah try as much to let them be who they are I would try to provide an environment where they can express themselves where they can be themselves and not conform to a societal image of what they have to be yeah, because I, I do believe like as teachers, I don't know if you guys have noticed it as well. I notice it a lot in my students when they when they come into classes, they don't have any individuality. Like they they are confirmed to this whole mindset of or the way of structured way of doing certain things because they the teachers want them to be in the box. Yes. And I think this is what Cheryl's struggling with right now. And I just and hit the nail on the yes. head. The kids, the kids, their spirit is broken to the point of they are told how to behave and how to act because whatever they're doing is unacceptable. Yeah. And I think if we would encourage our kids just to be, I think it would just be so much better. How do you I feel about this. that, Cheryl? I get really <laughs> emotional. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm having this issue right now with my daughter. Uh, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, I just got. It's really weird because you literally, which maybe we can go into later into like what you do for a living now, but you literally just hit the nail on the head with what Cheryl is really struggling with at the moment. Because my child really is being, I feel so bad for her because she's really outgoing. And I get told, like, I get videos from school where she's just in the corner by herself. And I, I, I showed Kat at work because I'm like worrying, like my child is being, you know, not purposely left out, but she's so different. Yeah. She does things very different, differently to other children. And it's not the t- yeah. teacher's issue. I think they, they really want a child to fit in the box that yeah. you said that, they forget that children are different and may like I am someone and I do feel guilty because I feel like I've allowed my child to be so free almost made her the outcast at school and when you see these things happen happening to your child it's really heartbreaking as a parent because you want to help them right but you don't know exactly how to and now realizing maybe the school is not the best choice for her and I need to rethink again. I just get really Sorry. emotional about it because I just, I don't know what to do for my kid right now. I'm well, very lost. First of all, for letting your kid fly and you being the string where they're safe in flying and being and giving them wings. Never apologize for that, firstly. Secondly, I think, yes, you are right. It may not be the right school for your child because a lot of schools aren't. And I'll tell you why. The teachers want them well-behaved so that it makes their job easier. And I think because teachers are perhaps not paid as highly and they're overworked, 
that they don't have that time nor the interest nor the energy to individually cater to kids. Yeah. So they just want to put them in the box and just make their life easier. Yeah. And their but, standards as well. Like that they'll yeah. have certain standards. Like Cheryl will be told things like, Oh, she keeps putting her fingers in her mouth. Why is she doing that? Or she likes to take her shoes off and she doesn't like to wear shoes. Like this is an issue. But then yeah. the things that are like actually an issue don't seem to be a big issue. But like no. running around but barefoot I, as a kid. But of that, because uh my nephew, he has just like a year ago, no, half a year ago, he entered um, daycare, like kind of like a kindy free school daycare kind of place. And the first thing they told her, and my sister was very worried, like, oh, why isn't he speaking? And he's like, he's not three yet. And the amount of languages that are in him, I think his mind is still processing which one is going to be the dominant one. So he understands everything. And their concerns are just like, I don't understand what 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 do you want the child to do? Like I the think kids... it is fact that bilingual kids do speak a bit later. Yeah, they do. And and my nephew is not just bilingual; he knows Punjabi because his father is a Punjabi, like a different you know community. Yeah, uh, Sindhis. We speak Sindhi at home. We speak Punjabi. We speak Hindi. We speak English. We speak Chinese. So this kid already has five languages in him, and he's three. Yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah. Right. So. I think the stat. I don't. Again, I do believe it's all about education. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I just... think the teachers also need to be educated and really be told that they need to, to just let them be. There is no right way of doing it. It is as long as they're not hurting anybody else. Yeah. They should be individuals. We should be catering to. It. We yeah. should be encouraging them to be individuals. Yeah. And this is what happens at a school, though. Like. When you tell a kid constantly, like, you shouldn't be doing that, Kira. Don't be doing this, Kira. Kira, don't do that, blah, 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 blah. The and other then... kids hear that. And then the other kids don't want to be a part of that. And then she's ostracized. The judgment happens. Because, yes. oh, if they think that, then, oh, then she's maybe not, you know, because they keep hearing, only hung guai. You know, so, oh, you're mm-hmm. a good or good boy, whatever. Or, like, only Like, they hear negative. So and kids jump exactly so what does that mean it means you are not in the box that i told you to be yeah that happens that you're being difficult the kid is hearing all these negative things and you know what that if that keeps going when they grow older that's when they become a problem child even further on because they've heard it all life that okay fine i'm just bad right then let me go ahead and be bad i'm not bad telling me you're you're labeling a a name on me that I'm not. So I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and do it. And, and that's I mean, why like, they find You that met Kira. You met her at my um, dinner that we had after me and Colleen got married. And she, I mean, she's just a bit outspoken and fun and like out there. But would you have said from that dinner that you would have seen a child and been like, wow, that's a naughty child. Money sh- like not at all. Like in the slightest, she didn't even like... she. For Kira, I thought she was very open. She had questions. She was curious, right? Yeah. So she wants yeah. to know about things and certain things. And she's sweet as hell. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. But that's like what Mo was saying. Like she just stands out because she's not in that box. I do think like, that is something that parents need to think about, though, like making sure they're in the right school and the right environment, because we are not Asian. We are not Taiwanese. So if we put our child in a predominantly Taiwanese school 
it's not what they're used to at home. It's not what they're used to seeing or being taught at home, you know, yeah. and then to be put in an environment where it's like, this is how we do things. It's like, we all know that um, different cultures have different wavelengths and we all think slightly different. Right. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. It almost feels like unfair to be like, now go fit in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. when you were growing up, Manisha, your mother had another daughter, but you were quite a lot older than your sister, right? Yeah, we are 11 years apart. 11 years apart. So it's almost, I feel like any, oh, yeah, any sibling that I've spoke to that is a, a good 10 or uh, 15 years older, you kind of go into like a mum role as well. You're not yeah. just like a sister, right? Yeah. How has that dynamic been for you, especially knowing that you experienced what you did in Taiwan and she was going to have to also? I think for her, it was a little different because she went to the American school from the get-go. Mm -hmm. uh, so right, right from like primary and kindergarten and everything, like she was in the American school. So she was in that environment that let her be and she was accepted. Uh -huh. So for her, it was a lot more, um, I think the transition was a lot more easier than it was for me. But I think she's getting that now mm, because right. she's getting, the other end of what the locals are or what the culture is over here through her kid. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, what we're talking about, I completely understand because that's something that she has gone through as well. And I've seen it, um, the tears, it, it gets to every parent because we become a parent when we have a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Us are natural, like, you know, uh, we, 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 this, this is not just downloaded into us, you know, even though we're women. And I think a lot of judgment also is, a, is on the women because we're nurturers. Um, we are the main, you know, caregiver and things like that. But it, it's, I, again, I, I, I go back to education and mm. I also go back. To, this is, this is the Asian in us as well. Sometimes that we apologize a little too much. Mm -hmm. and I think Shall. we should stop apologizing <laughs> and we, should, yeah. we should, you know you have it's there are there is something called okay I'm going to work with my kid and then there's something called are you working with my kid yeah. so yeah. if if it's a spirited kid um and things like that like I just wanted to go back to that for a second you have to talk to the person who is yeah. give like your child is going to be with for long hours in a day yeah right mm -hmm. and to certain they do mold them as well, apart yes. from being. So the person that is going to be with their child is very, very. Yes, a hundred percent, because we know that we've been that person for those children. Yeah. You know, when we see those same kids, especially when you're a homeroom teacher and you see those, what, those 15, 20 kids, eight hours a day, seven, yeah. like five days a week. I see your child more than you do. So who are they going to get influence from more? You yeah, know? exactly. And this very is why important. I make it very clear to the teacher because I don't want her to think that I'm upset with her or that I'm disliking her. I I told her let's work together. I, or every time she's brought an issue, I'm always okay. Great, you, there's an issue. Do you have a solution that we can do together? Can we work together at doing stuff? She's given me some good advice, but sometimes I do feel most of the time, not sometimes, I feel a lot of judgment. You know, and and so I do say to her, like, look, my child, I've made it very clear, like, my child is very different. She's very headstrong. She's sassy. She will, you know, be a little bit different to the children you're used to. We don't want her to fit in. 
I said, I want you to be able to tell me things, but also I don't want you to just, you know, with the hands and the mouth and the, you know, barefoot, like, I don't care about that. Like I told her, we're parents that we want our child to be free and happy. When I see the videos of her by herself in class and not taking part in activities, it really worries me. It's not normal. And and no one has brought that to my attention. The attention, you don't say to me, hey, Kira doesn't get involved in class. We And then, she, you know, when I tell her, she's like, but we, we let her do her thing then. I'm like, that's not okay. I want her to be part of the class. I want her to do yeah. the things the teachers are teaching her. It's not what I mean when I want her to be free. I want... I want you to take notice that maybe my kid is struggling with something in class. You need to tell me about that. Please don't be scared to tell me things. I want you to tell me, but when when I react strongly, I'm not reacting to you. I'm reacting because I'm upset and I don't know how to help my child or help you. Their, Their play is the kid will be like, oh, she pushed me. It's like, no, we were playing. I brushed past you. I don't Mm. think understand how to express themselves that clearly. Yeah, And so a lot of it could be just misunderstanding, to be honest. Like, That's yeah. why I really, really hope that if anyone is listening and they have a, a foreign child or a mixed child or a Taiwanese child in a school and, and they're hearing all of this from the teacher and they're feeling like a bad parent, it's nice to know, no, there's a lot of parents out there that are feeling this right now, like your sister, mm-hmm. like um, Cheryl and, you know, probably me in the future, let's be honest. I'll probably be calling Mo or Cheryl like, this has happened. We need to go to the school and we can all march down there together and be like, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Parents unite and we, yeah. Do well, we parents are what? You spirited kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> these spirited kids unite um, yeah. because, yeah. And I've seen it with Cheryl. It and... happens with locals as well. Yes, it's yes. not just kids, it happens with locals as well. And the parents are constantly told that, you know, their child doesn't fit in and is having issues and things like that. And again, I go back to the teachers over here are overworked, to yes. be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not making excuses for them, but um, they are overworked. They are underpaid. And mm-hmm. I don't think they get, the right way of education to be like I'm I'm sorry I'm going to put it out there and don't sue me for it but I think they need to learn a bit more of acceptance Mm -hmm. a bit more of letting kids be and understanding that kids are kids yeah and I what I, I feel like sometimes when they're teaching them they forget that it's not what you should be doing it's how they should be doing it like you learn from them as well you know, the kids yeah. will let you know what they need and you need to be listening as well. So you have been teaching for how many years? 20, 20 years. 22. Who oh, you? You. you. Okay, yeah, 20, 22 years. 22 years is a long time to be in this profession. It's not easy. You know, we get a lot I, of I stick here. Stick, but I, I do say like I've, I've been a parent to many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, we do get a lot of stick here because I do get that it is the job that the travelers do and they come yeah. and they get a bit of money and this and that. But there are teachers here that are professional teachers that enjoy teaching. Um, it was my career in England before I moved here. You know, yeah. you've been doing it for 22 years. Cheryl's yes. a great, great teacher, very empathetic and understanding with the children like you know we all work really hard for what we do um but 22 years is a long time 
That's a and long. Are time you still teaching now? No, no, I, I left. no. I left. So I... tell us about your transition yes. and what made you leave and what you're doing now. Health-wise, um, I, I was going through some health issues, and mm-hmm. it was just a time where it just so happens. I think the health issues came as a blessing. Yes. Um, and it kind of pushed me towards getting out of my comfort zone. Uh. Cause at a certain point I didn't think I was growing. Like I'm somebody who likes challenges. I like growing. I like being uncomfortable. I like figuring things out and um, 22 years and things sometimes just don't change. And I was getting frustrated. So I just decided, you know what it's I'm done. Um, and I'm now a, a tarot card Oracle card reader. So mm-hmm. yeah, kind of like it's, in a way, I'm teaching, but in a different way. It's more of a guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do believe we all have the the answers right here, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's just our surroundings sometimes are not um, as encouraging or yes. as supportive. And yeah. Sometimes you do need that person to talk to you who is non-judgmental, unbiased about it, but not to, so serious that you need to go see a doctor, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm like in between I'm like the friend that you can come and talk to the cards. And also like, I just want to preface, it's not something you just decided to do. It was something you've been doing for years and like perfecting. Falling uh, in a dream and things like that. And you know how uh, astrologers and and fortune tellers are very popular here. So I went to one and they were like, which means like, you're just, you, you have a natural ability to do this. And they did my chart and everything. And they're like, you, you definitely should do this. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to do it. Cause I am interested in it. And I like helping people. Mm-hmm. Like with kids, I, I, I think I did teaching for 22 years because I thought I was helping kids, yeah. Yeah. you know, from teaching the language. Like I said, your child is with this person eight hours a day, seven yeah. hours a day. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I took that that job on it, I wasn't just teaching English I was letting them be in yeah. as, as as much as I could when they were with me to the point of these kids sometimes are so beaten to the box that they don't even know if they don't even have the confidence to pick their own crayons for coloring yeah and they ask like, <laughs> yes. I color it this way and I'm like whose paper they're like my paper I'm like then you go do what you want yeah, and then and you have Kira, who's like, "I'll take five colors and six pieces of paper." Yeah, <laughs> they all like that's fine, and that's fine, and that's perfectly fine. But do what you want to do, yeah. as long as you get the work done. Fine, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say, if people want to find you, because you know, I'm I'm sure a lot of people listening do enjoy tarot cards and you know, yeah, readings. Where can they find you? Do you have an Instagram? Uh, do you have yes, a page? I do, I do. I do have an Instagram. It's Cosmic Connect 33 yes. and also a Facebook page, which I recently opened up because now I've got the time to work on it. Um, it's also Connect 33. Okay. And we can click, we can put all the links and um, everything in the contacts below also. Yes. But Thank for someone you. that doesn't exactly know, what if, if they say, oh, I don't believe in fortune telling and future telling and you speaking to dead people. If someone thinks, I am not I am not uh-huh. telling the future. Yes. I am facing, I am the sounding board of your own energy and of your own um, things that you're going through. So for example, if you come to me and you have a question and you're confused about it, 
we bring out the cards. I, I listen to my guides. I listen to what the spirit is telling me. And yeah, it might sound like hocus pocus, but um, there is information that does come that is downloaded into me. And through that, I speak to you and we go through the problem. We mm. find a solution because a lot of people don't understand when you go to a fortune teller, they can tell you a number of things. But the thing is, they don't tell you free will. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm I could tell you this might I will always use this might happen because I don't know what you're going to do after this conversation. You could change the reading. You could, change, yeah. you could change the whole course of the cards. You could change the whole outcome based on, let's say, if I tell you to be patient and you're not patient and you go, whack. well, yeah. then that changes the outcome. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's not fortune telling. It's more of looking at what you need to do, what you need to focus on, things that come up, which you may not know about bringing mm -hmm. to light what is in the dark so that you, you have it's, you are more informed about making a decision it's similar it's to life coaching and I think that's really useful yeah yeah because sometimes we do need a middle person someone yeah. who's an outsider um to see because there's no bias of them knowing us or knowing what's going on in our life and considering it like we need that middle person sometimes just to be like okay take a breath listen to this this is how I see it from this this is what your cards are saying you know th there's something really valuable to that to have someone yeah. sit down and sometimes just be the listener also and I think I've, I've tapped into Cheryl's um energy a couple of times when I've sent her a card like I've I've seen what she posts and I'm like and I and I do the cards and a card pops I'm like well I'm going to share this with her yes. and the beauty of it is the cards pick you I told Kat that there's some days yeah. I feel really, God was so nice the other day, this message, I really needed that. And, and you know, it was just out of the blue and I was like, she's really good. So it'll be a nice way to end the podcast to talk about this because it's completely different to what we were talking yeah. about at the beginning, you know? So yeah, if anyone out there, stuff, yes, really thank you. Stuff. I'm so sorry. I cry so easily. Kat's so used no, to it. No, My no, husband's no. so used to it. It's just, you know, when people talk about things and I relate to it, I'm just, oh, I can't hold it back these days. I just fall but my eyes does out. It feel, does it feel a bit of a relief? to hear that other people especially yes. other foreigners are going through the same thing as I you. have yes uh, you know it feels you know lately I've just been in my mind been playing things I said that to you last thank you for making an effort with my child you know I feel much better now to hear that okay it's not just me because it just feels like the last two weeks I just have been feeling like oh my gosh it's just me it's my kid I've done something wrong but no. now hearing it I'm like I feel a lot better I think I also just you know get emotional because I realize it's yeah. not just me and then I just start crying because I'm like thank god that it's not just me <laughs> no because I mean when if if everyone's still in Taiwan and people we all live here because you know people change and move around all the time but um once I've had my baby and he's grown a bit both of you I would happily call and be like can you have him for the week or the weekend yeah. if like an emergency happens or I just need a break like I yeah. would feel comfortable with both of you and the way that you teach and the way that you educate children and how loving you both are if I didn't think any of you were good parents or good um, guidance to my child I'd be like oh maybe I wouldn't give my child to that friend yeah, 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 yeah. you two would both yeah. be the first ones that I would go to and be like oh can you take him I need some help I love it. you know yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, so well we've my, all got lots of new things coming in the yeah. future, right? Yeah. And I'm so I, excited for you, Manisha. I'm so happy that you're following this path. Finally. And thank you so much for taking the time today to come and talk to us. You yeah. guys are so 
Well, because I do not wake up early in the morning. So, yeah. I, I know. know. <laughs> I said to Cheryl, I was like, she's not a morning person. Because Cheryl messaged no. me yesterday, like, do you think we can do earlier? I was like, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to take my family out to the branch today and it's really bad weather. But yes, they've been waiting. I could hear getting really antsy. Like, let's go. It's time. Yeah. But thank you for today. And I really feel like that was such a helpful, useful conversation for foreigners and local Taiwanese people to learn from your experiences, Monisha. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I hope you. so. Well, yeah. Tell you what, just just be who you are and let your kids mm -hmm. be who you are. Kind, kindness and compassion goes a long way. Yeah. Yes. Please uh, click the links if you are interested in getting a reading from Manisha. She does online and in person. So yes. Yes. Very you accessible. Very okay. Uh, thank oh, you. Thank you. Oh, by the way, and... Uh, it's Indian New Year, so happy Diwali. Oh, yes, oh, happy Diwali. Happy Diwali. Happy Diwali. <laughs> Bye. Bye.